0: the growing calls across the nation to defund the police and policing as we know off it. off the charts
1: violence in new york city 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. about the police officers officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards
2: danger when we run away from it uh, it's up getting both uh, packed Get to the rest we stay welcome to failure to stop Maybe to stop the channel to entertain and inform first responders with dark humor, practical news, and informative breakdowns. Tonight, we're going to step into the heart of the action in the comm center, which is a podcast that illuminates all the untold stories of emergency desp- dispatchers and our vital role in saving lives. We're going to hear 911 calls. I'm here tonight with veteran detective and former 911 dispatcher, 29 years on the force, Drew Breezy, star of the show. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Good to see you as always. <laughs>
3: I don't know that I could be any better. I I think I could be better, but I don't know that for sure.
2: I don't want you to risk finding out. Uh, Drew, uh, we had a a long week here at to Stop. Eric has been super busy. The guy put together three shows this week that were basically totally out of the the norm for him. First on Tuesday night, we got uh, True Crime Tuesday with Kendra. I think he did a great job. So it was essentially a first episode over there. He had to do. He had to had to slum to doing last call with me on Wednesday, which you know was uh, tough to get me to sound like I I have any idea what's going on. And then we're just coming off of uh, uh, night shift. TSI just ended a brief time uh, time ago. We're a double feature tonight. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, go ahead and give us a five star rating and review. But uh, you'll hear the double feature. Uh, Night shift TSI is going to come out on Sunday. If you're hearing this, this is Saturday, so look forward to that show tomorrow uh anyway just uh my hats off to papa bear eric for uh for doing all that work this week it's tough but fair to stop uh it contains many shows uh, drew uh you have had a birthday recently since i uh, not since last time i saw you but how was your birthday buddy
3: i have i just want to jump in real quick and say i'm kind of simulcasting live on my instagram account just oh. to just to remind people that <clears throat> I'm live on YouTube as well right now. That makes uh, me nervous but, to be on two
2: platforms, Drew.
3: <clears throat> They can't hear you. They can only hear me. And oh, for the first probably God. three or four minutes of your dialogue, they just saw me awkwardly staring at the at the camera. Uh, I did just have a, uh, a birthday, yes. Uh, I, I, I didn't publicize it. I didn't uh, necessarily try to hide it either. Abby knows. Abby knows what's up.
2: Hit one in the chat if you want to wish Drew a happy birthday. Hit two if you want him to have a bad birthday. Drew,
3: you want to recognize the pe- some people in the chats? Who do we got with us tonight? Oh, man. We got uh, Will Cray. We got the last known president who I learned the other day is actually. Falk
2: narrator. Just
3: trying to get attention. <clears throat> we have some fellow named Eric Tanzi who should be tuckered out because he just – uh, did a show of his own. Captain Mike is here. Heather Redden is she here. Knew. She's wishing hi- hey all. Uh, we have a couple new uh, names and faces in here. The last known president, who is somebody I just spoke of, TJR, who is uh, Tyler. He's one of our oh, back. Well, back. Uh, homies. See, see, <clears> the last way. known president, I said three times now. Abby is here. Marines Blood, of course. Carly and Beignet. We never know who is typing. Could be the uh, dog. And I don't, uh, Heather McCurry is here. Thank you for being here. Hey, Casey Heather. Anthony's defense team is back. Uh, you know, I see Lil Wayne in the chats. I don't know if it's the, it's just Wayne. I don't know if it's the Lil Wayne. It's probably Could him. No, he's growing Silly up Mander is here. I, I see even Jonathan at Com Center, who, which is you. So uh, I'm getting I'm here. to talk to you live and I'm also getting to chat with you. Well, uh, welcome back, uh, Wolfpack. As
2: you know, this show is brought to you by GhostBed. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash wolfpack, and you can get 40% off across the site. Right now, there's a flash sale. You can get up to 50% off. If, the, if the, there's a bigger sale on the website than our offer code, then go ahead and use that. But in your comment section when you check out, make sure you tell them that Failure to Stop sent you. Uh, we love GhostBed because they support first responders and veterans. We also love their adjustable bases, their mattresses that are built in with that proprietary cooling technology uh, right now uh you could go over there and uh save a lot of money you can get a good night's sleep and you can uh, try it out for 101 nights and if you're not happy you could send it back no hard feelings we know that's not going to happen that's why we can make that guarantee but head on over there we're also brought to you by factor meals so delicious i ran out they sent me some and uh, i just went all the way through them they're delicious smoothies you can use Wolfpack 50 on factor meal site uh guys groceries are expensive I guarantee you that if you add up the cost of gas and the amount of time it takes for you to go get something to feed yourself with, uh, go over to Factor Meals. Uh, use our offer code. You can get meals that you want. You can pick out what you want to eat. It'll be delivered to your, your doorstep. You hold on to those, and uh, you can heat them up. It takes about two minutes in the microwave. You can heat them up conventionally. I'm telling you they're delicious. Now, I know it sounds like I'm just trying to get the bills paid around here, but every single person that I have talked to about this loves Factor Meals. I'm talking about Dana Ruff. She loves it. Uh, oh, Carly right. Carly also loves it. We've had multiple people reach out to me in my DMs and say, you know, you're not just full of it, John. You got a good idea there. And I live in the middle of nowhere. As Drew has pointed out in a previous episode, my closest grocery store is over 40 miles away. So factory just makes sense for me, but it, you know what? It makes sense for you too. Uh, Drew, we've got a, a big case tonight. Uh, we have to do this case. Uh, we're legally required to because uh, yeah, I
3: think we're bound. <clears throat>
2: uh, this is the case that we're going to do tonight. Uh, it's a case out of Wisconsin from last March that if we don't cover it, uh, we never had a show called Calm Center because it's the most ridiculous uh, uh, encounter of of a human being uh, interfacing with nine one one in the police that's ever happened. Drew, what's your first takes on it?
3: Well, you're right. I mean, they pull. They may pull our uh, our certification to do ComCenter, Center, which <clears throat> we wouldn't want to happen if we don't cover this show. Uh, or I'm mean, sorry, if we don't cover this case. Secondly, um, it's it's got as many twists and turns. Uh, you know, it's it, what it is to me as uh, as a, a former you know uh, cop. It's it's uh, I think what everyone needs to hear at least once or twice a week. Uh, to understand why maybe we're on edge. And it's also something uh, relevant to the dispatchers because if she displays this attitude with the cops that are in the room with her, you can only imagine how she was when she was on the phone. Um, You know, speaking of 911, we had – I came across something on social media today. I said that I was going to cover – uh, some of you may know, uh, I'll plug, uh, uh, somebody else's podcast in a heartbeat or somebody else's YouTube channel. I, I, I think that there's, uh, enough internet to go around, but there's a fella by the name of Ben, uh, thoughts of a patrol officer. He's a Midwest, uh, cop and he, and he's very humble and very, and, you know, just a great human and, uh, just a nice guy. And, um, he had this video, um, Oh, Christie's here in the chat. Uh, we no longer uh, we can now check the Shrimpy Wimp box. Uh, we we have um, uh, this video that I came across that uh, Ben posted today, and it's relevant to our show. And I think that you need to uh, you need to hear it, and we need to discuss it because this is something else that we probably uh, should. an interesting trend lately
2: with people calling nine one one, demanding that the police respond and fix their problem for them. Often, these people that are calling 911 will say, you better get out here or I'm gonna take care of this myself. I don't I don't understand why you say that. Um, as a matter of fact, please take care of the problem yourself. Uh, please take care of your own stupid problems so that I don't have to waste my time taking care of your problems for you. So go ahead 911 caller, take care of the problem yourself. You probably shouldn't have called 911 in the first place
3: okay so that's a psa from officer ben and and he has a, a a like i said a youtube channel called thoughts of a patrol officer here let me show you that real quick oh i took you out instead of putting this one in and, uh, let's maximize this. And here we go. So this is what his YouTube page looks like. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because one, he had a very relevant, uh, thing that he just said to us in the 911 world, something we'll discuss in a second, because people do threaten us all the time with, I'm going to take care of this myself, which in reality is what you should be doing. Secondly, if you'll recall back to maybe our fourth or fifth episode, where we had, what, what did we title this, John? It was called... It was uh, oh, Most the Annoying... Yeah, it was the worst, yeah, the worst gr- temper tantrum. The yeah. Syndice, it's dance
0: lady now. Yeah, no, no, no. Do
3: hungry. we all Bye. remember this? Bye. Huh? This lady with the yellow house coat. So you're in a better place now, right? Place now, right? Walk away. Oh, look at my hair.
4: You're in a better place now. My question would be, were you treating your brother the way you're treating us? Because that might have something to do with the problem.
5: Y'all need to leave. <laughs>
3: Okay.
5: Mom, can you tell
3: them to leave, please? Still has mom fighting her back. Look. <laughs> Thank you. There's counseling available. It exists in the world.
5: And I'm in it. Thanks.
0: Bye.
3: Okay. Thank you. All right. Now, look. That's all has been there. I don't want to talk about. All right. It's a white shirt. I don't want to talk about what agency he's from. He has enough trouble with that as it is because. Uh, they have a uh, citizen review board that pretty much uh, leads every decision that that department makes it seems uh, except for the uh, the crazy murder and gun violence rates but um, that was officer Ben he was in one of our shows he was in one of our first episodes so welcome back Ben welcome back Ben we've we've kind of come full circle with uh, with officer Ben.
2: Uh, no, uh, he makes a good point about how, uh, people will say, you know, uh, I, I'm going to take care of this myself. It's almost threatening, right? Like if you don't get the cops down here, I'm, I'm going to kick this guy's ass is sort of like the hidden subtext of that. Um, so often people are calling us and they want us to, to, to be a threatening weapon to someone else though, as you're going to see in the case that we're going to cover tonight. Uh, we have two people arguing, and uh, I can't tell you how common this is. Uh, and someone will dial 911 as a threat to the other person in the room. Now, I'm going to tell you a very sad story, Drew, but it, it's kind of my origin story. And it's how I got set on this. When I was about two or three years old, I was misbehaving at home. And my mother picked up the phone and threatened to dial 911 and have the police. Take her away from me because she was a bad mother because I was a bad son for not doing what she said, which is a terrible story, but it happened, and it set me on my path to being a 911 dispatcher so that I could ol- I would only use 911 for correct purposes. But with, without dragging this out too much further, I just want to remind you that people dial 911, and they think there's no consequences for that, and they use it to try to control other people in the room. Domestic violence, their children, very common
3: I'm ready whenever you you are Drew. It's a very fine line John. It's a very 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 fine line when we have to uh give a stern talking to, to somebody who uh calls 911 because we never want to dissuade anybody from calling when they perceive an emergency. However, uh, the mouse in your kitchen is not an emergency. The fact that you're uh significant other is yelling at you i don't think is an emergency um but you know what we're going to discuss tonight and have fun with is uh we should play and at some point maybe we can do like a dueling banjos kind of thing uh yellow house coat versus uh this chick who has to go to work yes i mean I, we have to figure out which one is more more <laughs> annoying maybe that'll be the next uh the next uh game show love Yeah, it'll be, we could have them on the show and they could just fight. They're like, and whoever you or me throws down their
2: headphones first and leaves the podcast is the loser. (laughs) And of course, the person who's still there listening is by no means a winner. But Drew, we have to, we have to decide now, like who controls this video? Like, do you want to control it and stop it when you want to stop it? Because it's just... It's just uh, it's it's mostly a cop thing. I'm okay with there not being. We don't have the 911 call on this one because, like I said, it, I basically just described the call to you, where she's yeah, you, arguing with someone and she's not giving any, any information. There's nothing to really play from the call. But. Do
3: you, well, that that depends. Do you have do you have cop specific questions? And if not, I mean, the comedy is the same, right? So I think that we we could both contribute by hitting pause when we need to, or okay, if you want because of the length of the video. I know that that's a concern of yours. You you can just. You could say, look, Drew, you only have three. You no, you know what? I withdraw my concerns. I'm in all night.
2: I, I don't care if we go into tomorrow. This, this video needs to be thoroughly dissected by both you and me. And she, uh, uh, the source that we got this from the disclaimer, and it is like, we're not here to embarrass anyone that is no. in this video, um, I don't know. Are we making that disclaimer? Are we here to not embarrass her? We don't. She doesn't need help from us. I mean, <laughs> no.
3: She's she's gonna embarrass herself, right? Okay. But you know, we don't. Uh, we don't. How do I say this? We don't glamorize domestic violence. Certainly. Yeah. No. Uh, but we're not quite certain that any domestic violence took place here. In fact, the the person that called nine one one was charged in this case. So I, I mean, you know, spoiler alert. I, I don't think that there was. Uh, there was any domestic violence that took place. Um, So th- there are lessons to be handed out here. And I, I think, you know, she's worthy of, listen, okay, l- let's put it this way, John. I had to sit in a-, a roll call room full of 30 cops at a time and look at them in the eye and say, look, these body-worn camera things I know are nerve-wracking. They're difficult. They're, um, you know, they're an intrusion. They're an invasion of your privacy. At some point, they're going to be become... They're going to become beneficial to you because it's going to save us. It's also going to show the world what we see and what we deal with. And I know that this is a hard sell, uh, but at the same time, um, let's just give it a shot. Let's, uh, you know, we, we let's just be the professionals we are anyway. Okay, all right. But you, you see what I'm saying? So this is one of those moments where we can kind of sell the other side of it it's definitely not meant to uh, body worn cameras weren't designed to embarrass the citizens but at the same time don't think for one second uh the mass media the mainstream media or some citizen will use that to embarrass a cop so i think turnabout's fair play in this situation and, and we're gonna we're gonna see how one really X. i'm gonna do my best uh but to, to finish your thought and then let's do it uh people
2: need to know that police are heroic that they run towards bullets and danger and they lay it on the line but cops also get the ever-loving f annoyed out, out of them and this is that call for service so we're gonna go ahead and get started here yes. we go 19th
6: 2023 in marshfield wisconsin a distressing nine-one-one call was received from a female urgently requesting an officer's assistance, but refusing to provide further information. The call was accompanied by the sounds of a male shouting in the background. In response, officers were promptly dispatched to the location traced through the ping of the female's cell phone.
3: I, I, hate, I hate that I'm stopping this already, but I, I'm just going to tell you, you should. this. Go ahead. I'm just going to tell you this. Uh, the apartment opens in the front and the back there, as you can see, and then there's small apartment doors, there's stairs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, For those that are watching, they can see that. For those that don't. Uh, But also there was snow on the ground, which means the heat is probably kicking in that place. It's hot. The minute you open the door, you're going to get a whoosh of old people and cat piss. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know. What kind of condition these places are? They could be spotless. It doesn't matter. When you've got the heat on in these places, they smell like old people and cat piss usually. Agree or disagree?
2: Um, yeah, I've lived in a lot of shitty apartments, Drew. I know <laughs> what they smell like. Um, <laughs> my, my only thought on it is they said they used the ping to locate her. Ping would actually not be an accurate term. Pinging is when you're actively like getting something from another company. Uh, It's more passive when a 911 caller calls you and you get that information from their phone. So ping's not exactly accurate. I know I'm nitpicking there. But when the cops arrive, you know, they have to uh, do some investigation to figure out which apartment complex she's in. It's not as straightforward as just knowing where she's at because she didn't know which apartment. But uh, I'm going to I'm going to just resolve it with this. I'm betting they have talked to her before. I'm going to
3: guess this is not her first contact with police. Go ahead, Drew. Play it. All right. I, yeah, I'm going to play it. Uh, th- th- we're going to give credit at the end for uh, wherever we. Uh, Lens, of Lens, of Lens, Lens of law. Lens of law. Lens of law. Lens of law. Thank you. Yes. I yeah, what do you. Uh, <laughs> so I got one second out. Uh, the, the thing is. It could be any one of six or seven apartments, so you you literally have to stand outside the door and hear where the people are arguing the most. And then you go, it's this one.
1: Police department.
3: So they're knocking on the door of apartment one. They're standing right by the stairs. Police department open the door. Apartment Police
4: Department open the door.
6: Hello. Hey, this is Officer Clash, please please bear
3: So, very wisely, one of the officers calls the number that called 911 on his cell phone, but probably from a blocked number, and she was dumb enough to answer. She Hello? says, Hello. Hello. And he starts talking to her. You can hear the conversation on the body cam. Eventually, it works.
4: Calling you. What's going on? Well, we got a call from this number stating okay well, what uh
1: what apartment are you guys in well we're trying to we, we just want to make sure everything's okay all right so we just got to check on everyone okay well how would you know we're knocking on the
2: door we're not leaving come to the door open the door oh.
0: What's going on? I have to go to work.
2: Okay, no, there, I have to go to work. Okay.
0: I'm not willing to be late for work.
2: Okay,
5: what's going on? I have
0: to nothing. Okay. Nothing. I have to go to work. I don't even know why you guys are here. Get okay. away from me, please. Okay. You're making me feel I want the chief of police here. Okay. Whoever the supervisor is I want here.
2: Okay, he's coming.
3: It's, Pull it's, Karen right away. I want the I want your manager. I want the no. chief. This is full Karen boss because she went straight to the chief. She didn't even want to supervise her for She didn't even. Okay. I have to go to work. I don't have time. Right. I I mean, I I don't want to make judgments. I think that she might be late for, I, I don't think that she's late for her engineering firm. no, uh, I don't think that she, she's got a yeah. deadline for architecture plans or that she's, you know, ba- behind on this uh, big software engineering project and she's a manager or that, um, you know, the cantilever, you know what I'm saying? Like she's a general contractor and the cantilever yeah. is not, Probably they don't have not. enough steel for it. No. I, I, I don't think that's the case. I'm going to go with um, some type of retail. So. Basically, when they walk into her and see her behind the register, I think they should demand to to talk to Sam Walton or, you know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's basically what it is. Get him up there. I, I have to go to work. So you called them? No,
0: I didn't. I don't know who called you. Okay. I did what's, call what's you. Your,
3: what's your phone number? I'll start with that
0: 603 so. from, 85. I'm from New Hampshire. Well, I'm from Massachusetts originally. Okay,
2: so who's in the apartment with you? Me. Okay, who else?
3: Me. Okay. Note the uh, officer over her uh, left tattooed uh, arm. Uh, he's doing something kind of sneaky in the uh, in the background here. It's going to come into play.
0: There's someone else. I have to get
2: ready,
0: sir. Okay. I have to go to work.
2: We gotta. I have to go to
3: work. Oh. We got a call. Hello. Hi. Oh. Okay. So. that. Uh, <laughs> you, you got me. You got me. You can't. You can't ah. deny that it was you that called now because I just dialed your phone and then you put your <laughs> phone up to the ear and we spoke to one another. And She you're thought like, it was oh. uh, like she could use it as an
2: excuse to get out of there. Sorry, I have to go on a blind date, you know. But right. So, <laughs> so it was the second cop going, oh, it's definitely you. Gosh, these yeah. like these two, I hope they make detectives
3: soon. just from this case. They deserve it. Yeah. Honestly, so yeah. I, I do like her response to this, though. That's why
0: the number that
3: called 911. I actually have two different numbers on that's my phone. That's the number that called 911. Oh, yeah, right. I actually have two different oh. numbers on my phone, oh. which could mean two, one of two things. One, two of you called me back and got this right. <laughs> I've been lying to you. Or I have two lines, and somehow you have reached the second line. Uh-huh. Either way, you're right. So they needed some help. Okay. So I that's why I'm, I'm here. He...
0: I have to go to work, y'all. I have to go to work. I have to go to work. I have to go to work. I'm not talking to you. I'm not speaking to you. I have to go to work.
2: Who
3: else is inside? I have to go to work. You guys are going to cause me to lose my job. Please. Okay, so she's screaming, obviously, at the top of her lungs. I have to go to work. You're going to make me lose my job. What you can't see if you're listening to this is that she took a seat on the stairs. So right at basically where her feet are. Is the, is her apartment. So she's sitting on the fourth or fifth stair. She's just sitting there yelling at these officers because she called 911. Let me go to work.
0: There's no one inside. Please let me go home. Please. I have to go to work. I have to go to work, sir. What the fuck are you doing? Oh my God. Stop. Get the fuck away from Stop. Me. Hey, Get me.
3: Get Stop. me. And just <laughs> like out of Bush Gardens Halloween Horror <laughs> Nights. Uh, her, what are you doing? <laughs> did you think he was gonna scare the cops away? <laughs> this is not a haunted hayride. Her, uh, <laughs> her ninety-pound soaking wet uh, man uh, flings the door of apartment one open and starts screaming, "What are you doing to her? Get out of here! We're gonna like, call you him, kids uh, get off
2: my lawn. We're gonna call him Mister Badass from here on out. So. Get the
0: fuck away from her! Get on the ground!
3: Okay, so the natural reaction is to protect her, yell, get the fuck away from her to the people wearing the uniforms and the badges, the ones that have the guns and the tasers. Um, so if you continue that threatening manner, things are going to go well for you. Oh, actually, no, they're going to tase you right in the testicles. My baby's in there! My baby's in there! Okay, not now starts the ma'am of her yelling even louder because now she has witnessed this tasing that she has inevitably caused.
4: badass the lightning.
0: Stop.
3: Like on the badass scale, he he was at uh, you know like a eight or a nine when he flung the door open. I don't, what number would you put it at right now? Since he's uh,
2: crying. Well, well, you mean attitude-wise? Is he went from a nine to to a negative three in terms of his actual threatening. <laughs> you got Mister Meth coming out, and he's just like, "What are you doing to my girlfriend?" And, you get out of here, police! And then, and then they just uh they almost just to show him, like, "What are you doing, guy?" And he he did leave the apartment. I think he brings up later that he didn't leave the
3: apartment. Oh yeah, don't um, spoil that because that's a whole th- conversation. I
0: You need to. You
3: just, need to go go. you just tased my boyfriend for no reason. No reason. Oh Jesus, no I
2: can't breathe!
0: No. You're gonna go, up? I can't You're up. Up. You're up. go
3: So she is in handcuffs. She's she's creating more of a disturbance than uh, anybody bargained for, anyway. And they're trying to escort her out the back door of the apartments because there's a front entrance and a back entrance. They're trying to get her to the other. Um, they're trying to get her to the back entrance. Um, and she's exclaiming that it's cold out, that she doesn't want to go because it's cold out. Plus, her baby's in the apartment and how, you know, they tased her boyfriend for no reason. Oh,
0: my oh, God. Oh, 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 I can't believe it. Right. I, I got I to adjust know. this costume for it. Okay, hold
4: on.
3: Yeah, I, I think I did miss the one of the more important lines that she started yelling about. Once they finally got the handcuffs on her, she just started yelling, "I can't breathe! Why did I'm you George do this Floyd. to my boyfriend?" What's "I'm George up? Floyd. I'm George Floyd. <laughs> stop George Floyding me!" I, again, I, I still hold my my deal. I, I'm, I'm gonna hold. I'll say I, I will trade, sir. Stop resisting. For I can't breathe. I have a question for you, Drew. A police question.
2: Yes. So this, uh, so they're taking her outside. I assume she's just detained at this point, not under arrest. Uh, Mr. Badass and there, he's he's been tased. He's for sure getting going to jail, right?
3: Uh, I, I wouldn't say for sure in in Drew's book, but yeah, okay. prob- more than likely. Okay. Yeah, All pretty right. hard, pr- pretty pretty high probability. All right, let's go. Okay.
4: I just tighten it down when she is pulling. Oh,
1: No, you are you are not. You, fuck you! I <laughs> are arguing, and the police got involved. I
5: didn't Brandon, your first name, right? Yes. Brandon, sir. All we had to do was talk about that, right?
1: Okay. That's all we wanted to do when we came here.
5: I'm can we sorry. Sit, can
1: we sit you up?
4: Can you take the taser out of my leg,
1: yeah. please? Yeah. We, we want to sit you up so you're not laying on us. Okay. Guys, I didn't do anything wrong. But, but you came out you tense know, up like, at us, man. You can't be you doing came that. Come out with your fist. I didn't, didn't leave, my I did down, leave my apartment. I did not leave my apartment.
3: You did, but. I'm pausing it at the wrong time because I can't time this, but if you look at his profile, he kind of looks like the Duke Blue Devils, uh, you know, the mascot for the Duke Blue Devils. He's got the chin beard. Uh, yeah, he
2: look. He looks like that. Yeah. What What do you think at this point, Drew? I, I, you know, I don't know if how much you want to cover the taser, but you think of justified? Not justified? Like if you're doing use of
3: force review on this, you, you have no idea what he's coming out for, and the body cam's going to match everything they say. Uh, all I'm think. All I'm running through in my head, like we we've had uses of force where we didn't take someone to jail. Uh, just think, you know, you're in a bar somewhere, and a guy trips into you or something, and you just like you pop him in the jaw because you think he's jumping he's falling into you or he's running at you or something uh you, you're probably not going to take that guy to jail once everyone explains to you whoa whoa, whoa! he tripped he tripped he tripped he genuinely tripped like it's a bad faith arrest i think if you take that guy to jail i mean he got a he got a punch in the jaw but it's still a use of force in a sense because you you know use this the strike to create distance or whatever you know in a situation like that you may not take the guy to jail like he you know he, he may have gotten his he may have gotten his uh punishment you know by the tasering but I, i'm pretty certain they're gonna take this guy to jail in fact i've, I've seen the end of it so i'm i'm, I'm thinking they will. no spoilers true yeah yeah well that's that's and then someone in the chats here someone by the name of cara d says uh you can't even rule out a dv situation um that yet that led to that 911 call in the first place yeah, so good point it's, yeah. it, it's good to keep everybody separated anyway uh she is she is not showing any signs of calming down so no. that's a good reason for her to be in handcuffs and um he's obviously not very very friendly towards police
2: what i'm just asking is if you're in a situation where you're going to use force and it's a taser you know it's a little bit more escalated do you do you pretty much you're already in a situation where you have uh you know pc to arrest someone on charges at that point i mean because you're not tasing them for nothing so something happened and you know i guess you could at least do disorderly conduct or some small misdemeanor like that no right?
3: i think that it's a, a very um important thing and like a, in a serious lesson that we detach arrests from uses of force the, they are two completely different things cool so just because you use force on somebody does not mean. Uh, let me let me share a story of what happened once with me. Uh, I was a I was a lieutenant on the midnight shift. I pulled up to a scene. And this uh, sergeant comes out to me. He was a new sergeant, greatest guy on the face of the earth, seasoned homicide detective. He says, uh, "Hey, so and so threw so and threw the guy to the ground." Um, but um, like. It, i don't know that he had enough to detain him at that point uh but he he threw him on the ground and um we got him in handcuffs over there and uh i said so what are we gonna do sergeant you know just kind of like this is your challenge and he was like well we own him at this point we threw him on the ground so he's got to take the ride no we don't no not not by any stretch of the imagination and in fact when I reviewed the body-worn camera, I took the totality of everything. I talked it out with everybody there. Um, we, we didn't have a right to get the guy's license. What he was mad about was <clears throat> he was sitting in a parked car arguing with his girlfriend at a, at a drugstore, um, and once we determined there was no domestic violence, and in fact, the officers said over and over and over and, and over again, we know there's no domestic violence situation here, we need your ID, no, we don't need to ID anybody. We've determined there's no crime. They've dispelled our fear that there's a crime. Nobody's in danger. It's time to move on. Well, when he didn't move on, he got thrown to the ground. Because he got thrown to the ground, the domino falls that, well, we own him now, so we're going to put handcuffs on him. We're going to put him into the criminal justice system. We're going to put him before the the uh, state attorney's office. The state attorney's office is going to put him on trial to let a jury decide whether he committed this offense or not. No, it, it can't work that way. We, we've got to make sure that we're making good faith arrests. If, so in a sense, we <clears throat> illegally detained him for a moment, the, albeit in good faith, and just because we beat him up, we're going to arrest him. And I, I, I think you're making a very bad mistake into an even worse mistake. And that's how, that's how the petty bullshit lawsuits get filed against your agency. That's exactly how that's that's where it becomes, man, I think they broke my wrist when uh, when they put the handcuffs on me because they want revenge.
2: Great takes, Drew. Glad I asked you about it because you had lots to say. I I, I love that we were able to kind of dispel that that myth there that just because force was used and an arrest is there, officer's discretion. And ultimately, you got to remember, you know, if you're charging someone with a crime, you know, what crime are you charging them with if all you've done is thrown them on the ground? I'll keep going if you're ready, Drew.
5: <laughs> Go for it. You can't come out trying to fight us.
0: He just lost his job. Alright. He just lost his job. I can't afford to lose my job. Please, help me. Please. Please. Guys. Please. Please. I'm not gonna lose my job.
1: have a seat in here. I Listen, you called 911. <laughs> just listen, all right? All right. He called
0: 911 because he was because he was being a douchebag. I was just trying to threaten him with the fucking cops.
1: Okay, that's inappropriate, <laughs> first of all, right? I
0: understand that, but Kay. I wasn't he wasn't doing anything. I wasn't doing
1: anything. Okay, you you got every police officer over here because we thought someone was being a murdered, beat up, yeah. and no,
0: I'm fine. You guys did all of and this. He up. thought that you were hurting me. Of course he came out here to <laughs> help.
3: You call my- of course, he came out to defend my honor against the people I called to defend my honor. I thought you were so, hurting her. Don't you know that's my job? <laughs> I'm detecting a pattern here. Like she's, everyone seems to be needing to defend her, and she's mad at everybody. She called, she called people to come defend her from the guy on the inside, who she yeah. is now defending. She hates the people that came to defend her because she called them you see what i'm saying it's a very very like there is no venn diagram for this it's just a very complicated uh situation with her but her 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 flat-out admission i called because he was being a douchebag (laughs) yeah i just she actually her exact words were i called the
2: fucking cops to threaten him like Okay. Boy, we're we're just we're, we don't have any more questions. I mean that about solves it. Drew, you are well known for being a softie. You uh you let you gave people uh verbal warnings even on on uh, you know on Murder. felonies. You have said that on the show before. Now sure. her crying, does it make you feel empathetic or irritated as a police officer? Speak for this poor man from Marshfield
3: PD, e., who's no, not I'm about, about to say have, anything. I'm about to have nervous ticks. I, I just you know uh part of me just wants to yell shut the fuck up um and, and you want to get her it, leg with the door a little bit but you know
2: <laughs> that you're going to be on cnn if you do that
3: No, i won't do that but i mean i i know i i know that i'll be in deep trouble but somebody's got to say it just shut the fuck up for a minute oh uh, yeah uh but no i don't I, I don't know that i would say that i i'd probably i'd probably try to uh lower my tone of voice to kind of yeah. To get her to lower hers, it does not seem to be working. In, she seems ready to negotiate. To yeah, yeah. Let's go on. Um, Yeah. I just
0: tased him.
1: Yeah. He
3: wasn't. doing... Too- okay, but ma'am, I, I don't speak dolphin. What did
0: say?
1: Okay. No, she can go on the. No,
0: please. no, oh, please! Right, I have to put little, your legs inside. Sir, I have put to, your, like, your legs inside. I'm them. trying to talk to you like an person. Put bird. your legs inside the vehicle. Please talk to me. No,
5: put your legs inside the vehicle right now. Can you please talk to me?
0: No, put your leg. Can you put side. the window down? We can roll the window down. Can I please be in the? No, I want to know what's happening, I- guys. Please, I have, I have to work. I have, I'm under arrest. Right, yeah, you
1: are under arrest for obstructing an officer. First, of all. I'm under
0: I'm going to jail.
1: No, you're not going to jail. You're under arrest right now.
0: I, hope I have to work at noon, guys. I can't afford to lose my job.
1: I'm sorry, you shouldn't have called nine one one. And I
2: didn't do anything. Ma'am. I didn't do anything.
3: You dialed nine one one. You started this. <laughs> Ma'am, uh, do I go to your job and jump up and down on the bed and tell you how to do things? <laughs>
0: I'm yes, you did. All I'm going to right. lose put, the work at noon. Please. Put your leg in. Please. Put your leg in please. or you will go to jail. Please. Put your leg in the car. Yeah, you're going. All okay, no, no, okay, right. No, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Put your you put put the leg, in, down, please? Put your leg okay, in the car. Please put the down put your leg just in the car. A it's just a little bit.
2: Okay. Oh, Drew! You cut it right at the wrong point. Oh shit! No, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. We can go. Nope, can we go back? Here. Like, put your leg okay.
0: in the car. put the window down
6: a little Put your leg just in the car. It's just
2: a little bit. That was weird. Well, that was weird. He has to say something. He wants
3: to say so much more than that. Well, that was weird. She's all, she's all about that three stripe life, as you can see. <laughs> that was weird. that was weird well that was weird i i the only thing i can um like like if i had to describe this if i were writing the report i would say that somebody and we'll keep with the bush gardens theme i would say that somebody blindfolded she sounded like somebody blindfolded her and gave her a pinata stick and stuck her in the parrot cage and just she just started swinging because that's she just sounds like a bunch of parrots fighting over or fighting for their lives basically getting hit and uh the high you know the high um pitch squeals what else at some
2: some point she was conditioned to believe that just getting louder means you're winning or like you could scare people away which maybe she learned from mr badass but all of a sudden just a the huge presence with a loud volume it, it does nothing to help her, but she just, you know, keeps taking an octave higher. Please, I have to go to my job, and you know, get rational, which she can't do. But she's
3: not. She, she hasn't been yet. rational. Like she'll have rash, uh, flashes of rationality. She said, if you remember, she's like, "No, I'm from New Hampshire. Actually, I'm originally from. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Maine. Like, I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> like she's like she figured that part out. But all right, go ahead. All right.
2: That was weird.
6: I'm, gonna, nice to you, I'm gonna take care of you here, buddy. I uh, I hope there's not gonna be anything stupid from this. You know, nobody's nobody's hurt. I don't feel like I don't. I'm not gonna make paperwork out of it. So if you need needle nose, I have needle nose in the cabinet. Please put
4: the window down. I'll put
0: the
1: window down a little bit. Can Stop yelling. Please
0: talk to me. I need to know
1: what's going on, please, sir. you're being arrested for one disorderly conduct. Two resisting an officer. I wasn't resisting, three, sir. That, I have
0: to go to work at noon.
1: Please. That is resisting an officer.
0: Sir, I have to go to work at noon.
1: And 3 for obstructing an officer by filing a false police report, which caused us
0: Hey, wasn't I called the police because he was yelling?
1: Okay. You you told me that you just made that up.
0: No, I told you he was the, yelling. That is a I babe. The cops. Yeah, he's being a douchebag. Sir, that, I can't afford to lose my job.
1: I'm sorry about that. So, You're going to come down to the station right now, yeah.
0: Please, can you bring me back now? I'm trying to be back before work, please.
3: No.
6: So is she going to be held?
3: I don't know yet. You just... Uh, In my Dr. Phil moment, I would say, uh, you need to worry less about your yelling and a little bit more about your selling.
0: in my face. I'm sorry, I have a baby I had to take care of. Where's
3: your baby right now? In
0: there. In there? Yes, sir.
3: Okay. Please, I and have we're... to... And you just pray to God she's not pointing at her uterus. Please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to watch the baby? I will... I'll call out. I'll call out. I just have to hit my baby. Please don't
1: take him away from me. All right. We're not going to take your baby, but we got to find somebody for him right Head now. Forward. We have to go through what just happened right here. And sure. we're going to go do that at the police department.
0: Okay, well, can we go now? I have to work.
1: Do you want to call him and just let him know you're going to be late? I
0: can't. I am the one that opens.
1: Well, I'm sorry, but that's not... <laughs> gonna
0: happen right at this exact moment so. okay well yeah can i please call them i have everything's in my phone okay well we'll
1: have to go get that in a second here
0: sir what's
2: going everything
3: is everybody's fault
2: except for her except except hers and she needs to go right now my favorite moment uh, of the last bit there was was she's one of my big rested for and he's like i can't tell if he's about to say where do i start or like what you're getting arrested no matter what like he says, for obstructing an officer, in disorderly conduct, interfering with an officer. And then he's like, false report. He's like, I've never arrested someone for dialing 911 before. I'm sure that he has it just for that. And But he's just like, you know, I have I need 10 minutes to, like, talk to the other guys and figure out what's going to happen to the baby. Or are we arresting this other dude? And uh, what's a, how, how much can we uh, actually charge you for at this point? Drew, go ahead.
3: Amanda Gatewood, thank you for being here. She said, This is why I like being on the dispatch side of the desk. I just status check my officers every few minutes, but don't have to listen to the constant screeching from her. That's right. Thank you for being here. Oh, my boyfriend. I
1: don't know. I'm out here talking to you. Do you think I know? Your decisions got you here. <laughs> my decisions,
5: I didn't do anything besides try getting her to calm down. We cooked her breakfast this morning. I
2: didn't do anything besides cook bacon and sausages for us. What part breakfast of cooking as you stepping through a doorway? With-
3: <laughs> Always gets screwed for cooking the like bacon sausages. Just like the last case, the the guy who messed with the breakfast. Go on. You're right. It was the yellow housecoat lady. Yep. And his the 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 brother was trying to be nice and made made her breakfast. Most important meal of the day. That's what's. <laughs> <laughs>
2: with your fist so raised you please. We have to work
1: through what happened to make sure that nothing else happened, all right? Oh and God. we're not gonna rush this because you're on a time schedule.
0: Sir, please, nothing happened. He was yelling and I called the cops
1: and that is it. Okay, you were screaming that, that...
0: You guys just look for anybody, we need to any get there. reason to arrest me. I don't get it. I don't even know
1: who you are.
4: I am not
0: telling you. <laughs>
1: okay, well then that's another reason we're not gonna let you go then. <laughs> She said that her boyfriend was being a douchebag and that she wanted him to get scared. Yep, that's basically what he said. Obstructing, disorderly conduct, and resisting in my opinion. Yeah.
2: So when she started screaming like she's being right
1: now, he came to the door <laughs> like, we were hurting? Yeah. Yeah, like yep. we were hurting Just her. Get yourself ready to go. Does he need to go to jail over this? He's- uh, There's a baby in the room in there. Yep.
6: Yeah, the, the, uh, okay. So, so if he's
1: rational and capable, yeah. let's leave him there, based on the circumstances.
5: Okay. Are you going to stay calm? Yes. I promise. Okay. I need like you. To work. I need you to stay calm I'm, and cooperative we'll at this point. All right. I'm going to have Officer Fox unhandcuff you, so you can tend to your baby.
1: Okay. Okay. What is your name?
0: What? I'm not yet. Please, I have to go to work.
3: Okay, what is your name? I
0: have to go to work.
3: I'm asking you what your name is. Why? How are we hearing her so distinctly? Cl- oh, she, I see the window. She she is
2: louder than that baby. Drew, quick question about the male half of this dispute, as we so frequently call them. Do you think that they actually might feel sorry for him that he has to put up with her and he got tased all in he one does. day? And uh, and uh, here, here's a little practical where we can have some real police discussion, if you don't mind. But uh, arresting two people and then there's a baby, Uh, having someone come and care for the baby,
3: that that's a huge thing that's going to suck up like half your day right drew it's a pain in the ass one and two like you don't want to do that to the kid the kid becomes the victim at that point but you also uh you also need to figure out who the primary aggressor in this whole thing is and and, and if this isn't a domestic violence situation you're probably going to take one and not both you know like a, a level-headed supervisor is going to end up getting involved in that if you gotta take both we'll take both like you know, we'll figure it out. We'll call the grandmother. We'll call somebody. But um, in situations like that, and let me, let me be full disclosure. Uh, let me be honest with you. I mean, if, if this were a drug case, say, and there were two people in the house, uh, I would prefer to keep one out of jail so I can listen to the jail phone calls.
2: Nice. That's how you made detective by thinking things.
3: Yeah. <laughs> By thinking things.
2: Oh, we're so ready go, to go on. Uh, I, w- oh, I can't yeah. wait for this. So, so one more charge. She's. uh, uh, I, Is it uh, is it failure to identify false impersonation, or you know, you've got a missed another misdemeanor charge or something like that, right, Drew? I mean, just until they figure you and
3: figure it out. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That, he's he clarified, and she doesn't understand what this means, and I I totally understand why she doesn't understand this, but he said. You're not going to jail. You're under arrest, meaning oh, yeah. Yeah. you're being detained, and you're in the back seat of our car. We're probably going to fill out some paperwork and let you go right here with your thumbprint if after we take a, a picture of you. But she doesn't know that she's mm-hmm. she's in the back seat. Then it escalates to the station. Like we're mm-hmm. going to go to the station. Uh, that that means she's probably going to. She's going to take the ride, but but she she won't
2: identify herself. Which is if she continues to refuse to do so, or she gives a false name, that's an additional oh, right. charge. Yeah, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, yes, yeah. You you have no obligation to identify yourself unless there is some type of crime that, that that's being investigated. Uh, and and by the way, biographical data, stuff like that. That's not uh, that's not a Fifth Amendment. You know, there's yeah. no self-incrimination no. in that. Like it's, nope. it's it's a totally different thing.
2: We have All to right. figure out who you are. Let's figure out who she is. So I can okay. address you.
0: Shakira.
1: Okay, is that your name?
0: Shakira. You can call me Shakira. Shakira what? Shakira Flabbergasted.
1: Shakira Flabbergasted.
4: Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, 19, <laughs> 1995 to 1998, I was on the street in Hillsborough County as a deputy sheriff that was before I made a detective. I uh, would, what we'll say... Uh, take her at her word oh book her as Shakira Flabbergasted make her, her wear is, that Shakira, name Shakira Flabbergasted will see a first appearance judge uh, whenever they get around to the, the Flabbergasteds of the world and in sh- the whole time she's in there she's like I need to change my name and they're like can't I, I just can't, need- <laughs> can't wait till the cops just like ah how many bees are in Flabbergasted <laughs> Ha 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 is it G H A S T E D?
4: Exactly. Or just and, and
2: here's a little prison knowledge for you, like, We would have people who would uh try very hard to hide their criminal background to the part where to the point where they had a, a full blown alias. And they would go to prison and they would be booked under their alias because they were charged with those crimes. They were arrested under an alias, they were charged under that alias so that they couldn't do any of the sovereign citizenship and say that it's some other name or some other person that got charged. And they would be in prison and you would look up somebody's jacket because you would need it for whatever reason and you're like well I know this guy is like you know Thomas Frankman or whatever and you pull up his jacket and he has a completely different name because he was booked under an alias and he now lives under that inside the prison so she could be (laughs)
3: Shakira Flabbergasted for a long (laughs) time I would just love to be in central booking with like 10 people in line waiting to be processed and they go Flabbergasted Shakira Flabbergasted I can't wait till they ask her how do you spell that how should I fucking know (laughs)
1: Do you have any mental illnesses that I need to be concerned about? No, just
0: bring them to the fucking police station. Can Uh, someone call my work, please? Not not at this time. I cannot afford to leave my job, please. Please. Can I please call my work? Should have thought about that earlier. I told you that.
1: Because you're under arrest.
0: Sir, can you call them for me? All you have to do is go in my phone.
1: I don't have your phone with you.
0: And I, have, and I wasn't lying earlier. I have two different numbers on one phone. I have, a, I have an eSIM card and a regular SIM card. I was not lying to you guys. I'm going to lose my job. I
1: don't know what to tell you.
0: Sir, please just No,
1: your actions are way inappropriate, and your neighbors don't have to put up with this.
0: Sir, I just want to make sure I don't lose my job.
1: I don't know what to tell you. I will call them...
5: Why would
3: you tease him? He wasn't
0: doing anything wrong. You guys are so fucking trigger happy. It's for All cops deserve to get shot. Whoa. Okay. Fucking tease my fucking husband? The fuck?
3: I'm sorry, Shakira. What was that? What, What was that in this flabbergasted? All cops deserve to get shot. Oh my gosh! Could you believe she said that? And, and,
2: I, and uh, could you please call my job for me? You deserve to be shot. Call my job for me. Can we please do this? On uh, hurry up! You do, I wish you were dead, but let's let's do this. Hurry!
3: I, <laughs> I I used to make the mistake, the rookie mistake of having a, I, I had a picture of my then wife on the dashboard, my ex wife and Oops. our two dogs. And you know the like the most common thing would be like, hey, when I get out, or, or no, it would be. Hey, I'm gonna fuck your wife and I'm gonna kill uh, your dogs and I'm gonna and I'd always say, don't you have to be out of jail to do that? Yeah, uh, because I'm just gonna go home and have a steak and a beer. And think oh, we you. did the
2: same thing in prison, Drew. I liked that we had that. They would always, <laughs> they would always say like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kill your wife. Like she's already dead, and I would pretend like I was I was sad, and and am like anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go get laid and have a have a steak at five, just so you know. <laughs> I hope you enjoy uh, your, your food T- tonight. I think they're cooking uh, either brown, yellow, or gray tonight. So that <laughs> Right. Doing.
3: I don't think you mean that, Miss Flabbergasted. I really don't. What
2: shit is that? There's fucking six
0: of you. You guys did a bum rush, Tim, you, fucking loser. <laughs> Bring me to the hospital. For what? Bring me to the hospital. For what? Bring me to the hospital. I want to kill myself, and I feel like I want to kill myself. Bring me to the hospital.
3: Okay. Nope. Dooley ordered.
0: Bring me to the hospital. <laughs> I want to kill
3: myself. I'm having thoughts of side. Bring me to the hospital. You got to
0: be uncomfortable. I'm Sorry. having of- I want to kill myself. i like to talk to an officer.
2: Okay. okay. So now we know. Now we know she's had contact with the a police officer before which i guessed because they were able to you know the the announcer said use the ping to find it i'm guessing they just searched the history of her phone number and were able to find her address uh she's uh she's like right, i'm gonna say a b c and d all this stuff i need to uh to not go to jail we call this incarceritis where you're suddenly uh stricken with an, an acute problem it's sometimes it's physical sometimes it's mental sometimes it's both but it's a reason why you don't have to go to jail unfortunately what she doesn't realize is that if she needs to get a 24-hour email she's not going to work till tomorrow so
3: <laughs> i um uh we we employed a, a a tactic and there was a particular district that was notorious for her and it was killing us because we were paying for these, uh, you know, there's a hospital right there. So obviously the EMS would come and bring them to the hospital and we'd be tied up for hours and hours. Um, You know, chest pains were very common. So we got in the practice of releasing them on their recognizance as EMS was pulling up. Yes. So when they're like, I have chest pains, we'd go, okay, uh, here, just sign this. Uh, You're going to have to appear for this court date or we're going to get or, or even simpler look we're unarresting you we need you to get take care of your medical shit first we're going to have a warrant for your arrest the minute that you're uh released from uh the hospital that way the bill was on them yeah we, so we I was gonna say
2: that, that way we're not footing the bill for your ambulance and you'll like, actually see this in severe cases we've had cases before where you've had drinking and driving yeah, and there's all kinds of aggravating circumstances on that and it revolt and it results in an injury crash. They'll go they'll go to, to prison or go to excuse me, they'll be they'll be arrested as though they're going to jail. The police officer will follow them in the ambulance or ride with them sometimes. And then they'll call the judge and they'll say, Look, this guy, like you know, is never going to have a human face again. But we've got a whole bunch of misdemeanors we need to charge him with. He's not going anywhere. His leg's broken in half. What do you say? Why don't we PR him so that uh, our personal cognizance? Some, in other words, so that so that the uh, the county doesn't end up footing the bill. And yeah, when he, when he gets out of the hospital, you know, the hospital security they will call us up like, hey, just so <laughs> you know that that a hole uh, he's getting discharged today. The doctor's got his discharge paperwork, and he'll he'll think he's walking out of there, and he walks right into a police car it's beautiful and of course he gets the hospital bill and you don't
3: you're welcome public yep and and yep you'll we'll get a call from uh the the hospital that says hey there's a guy here with a warrant that's getting ready to get discharged you know and sometimes if you're if uh you are uh working that you know the, the following shift or whatever when he gets discharged you get the lottery pick of having get the to go arrest stat you get the arrest stat for the case that you created that's it's even better. I have a real psychological
2: aversion of dealing with anything that was, that it was happening during my last shift. A lot of times I'll, but I'll have a, something that I'm working on and then uh, it's over and then I leave and then I come back. And then it's like the guy that arrested, got arrested last night. My first call of the day is him calling me because he wants to know where I had his car towed. I'm like, I can't, I can't get away from this,
3: this call. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it anymore. All right. Let's, this, uh- There is a suggestion in the comments It's from Heather. She says, take them to jail, have the jail refuse them, and then the county detention has to foot the bill, and all the ER docs work to expedite the released uh, paperwork. Um, I did work for a county, and a huge majority of our budget was the jail because stuff like that would happen all the time. That's why we... Uh, resorted to doing the smart thing and just letting the person that's faking the injury pay for their own injury. So we don't have to foot the bill because that gets, cu- that gets passed on to the taxpayer and it's probably a more prudent use of their money for, to give us money for training or new cars or raises or something like that. Yeah. Have them have them pay for it,
2: particularly if they're faking and it's just an ER visit for an eval for no reason. Yeah. it'll delay them from going to jail, but they're going
3: eventually. All right. It, and and by the way, she's she knows the magic words. I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. But she's but been here before, yeah. Your argument and, and he dispels that in a second, but her argument my argument always is gonna be you're sitting back there in handcuffs. There's you can't you can't carry that out. I'll protect you. It's not you. gonna happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna right. Oh. I will have the AED ready. Don't 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 worry, Shakira. I will protect you. <laughs> yes, I will make the notification. I'd about- like to go
0: I'm feeling We're
1: not gonna take you to the hospital because you're gonna go to jail. So
0: Really? Yep. Wait, what is he doing
1: then? We're still working through that, but.
0: Wait, why am I going to jail?
1: I told you that earlier.
0: Can I just get bailed out? No. Wait, I'm going to jail for yeah. real? Wait, why? I'm going to sleep in a prison? So okay. Why am I getting arrested?
1: For disorderly conduct, obstructing an
0: officer. He's not getting arrested?
1: Huh? Uh, He's not? We may arrest him too, yeah. But. So
0: what about my baby? We'll take care of the baby. I'm not gonna take your baby. Please he help get my
1: baby. We, did I say that? No, I did not say that at all. Oh okay. can't
0: I just get bailed out?
1: Because in in oh
0: my god, oh my god, please sir, please no, please. I'll be 1095, PD. beginning a 74990.
1: 74990. I don't gosh. have a name for you What's right now. What's going
0: with so. my baby? Is he getting arrested? Uh, sir, why am I getting arrested? Because
1: you created a giant disturbance oh here. I
0: didn't. From here on out. Guys, please. I, I, please.
1: No part of your actions have
0: sir, caused I, me to believe I'm you. I'm trying to talk to you like a normal person right now, sir. Please.
1: Okay. You have not identified yourself yet My either. Caleb. My
0: birthday is my social security please. number is... Please, sir, don't arrest me, please. Or, I guess I'm already arrested. You please. are
1: arrested, yes. I only called
0: because I was trying to scare him and is not yelling at me anymore. I was wrong. That was wrong. I was wrong. That was illegal. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know why I'm the one getting arrested.
1: Because of your behaviors no. after it. Now,
0: please don't arrest me.
1: You are arrested right now.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. I see it in the chats. I mean, no, we're not taking the baby. We're taking both of you to jail because we want somebody mature to stay <laughs> stay behind <laughs> in the apartment. Okay,
0: well, please don't let me stay over the night. I promise. Actual-
3: we need someone to finish cooking the bacon that has a brain. This <laughs> will
0: change.
1: Right. I'm not seeing a significant change in your behavior. I'm, but-
0: okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'm sorry.
1: Just take a couple of breaths. We'll please. talk. Hey, just please take a- it. <laughs> you're, you're not listening. Take a couple breaths, and we'll talk when we're at the PD. Just breathe for a couple minutes. That's all I'm asking you to do.
3: That's a polite way of saying shut the fuck up. Yeah.
1: Okay, we're going to stop by the car. We're going to go in my booking area, and you're going to have a seat. All right.
0: Officer, I really don't I know I don't have a choice, but I didn't know,
2: that I was resisting red Okay. And that's the end. That's the that's the Odyssey. That's <laughs> I'm just, here that's... flabbergasted. I that's that's way way worse than uh, that call before from from earlier this year of of uh, the the female who's just mad about breakfast That she's like, I'm in ca- I'm already in counseling and and then uh, the bossing her mom and son around and they're just bears for her. this is
3: mom. This is way make worse. them leave.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Mom, tell them to leave uh if you didn't watch that episode go back and watch it it's still still pretty uh holds up pretty well uh but look at what police officers have to go through dispatchers uh you know we're always talking about empathy here dispatchers have a hard job look at what we send them to you know the dispatchers already probably working on something else at this point probably working hard but maybe they're they're having an okay time your poor police officer has to be in a car with this woman and uh correctional officers too just having a little bit of empathy for you because you've got to book her and at this point i think just release her drew i'm not sure I, every every circuit's different in terms of uh what bond is and for various crimes but i don't think she did anything that they can hold
3: her overnight for did do you uh no no She straightened out the identity issue i mean it's going to be uh, it's going to depend on the time of day uh, you know here so you know if it's like in the evening there's a chance that uh well i guess it would be after midnight but um yeah there's a good chance she's probably just going to get released on her own recognizance i mean there there are um there there is a bond schedule so some crimes like if they're beach uh, breach of the peace misdemeanors you you may not get you know like dui they're not going to just be just because you have the money for bond they're not going to turn you out into the world so uh, there could be an exception like that, but generally, you know, like we don't. It, it, in the same vein of not taking her to the hospital, it costs money to keep her in the jail, so it's yeah, it's it in our best interest to get her, get her booked and get her out of there. Plus, what, with her screeching like that, I mean, it's just gonna make everybody upset.
2: Yeah, a, a, a poor officer will probably later at a shift run into her at the gas station or whatever she works. Uh, the bond schedule that Drew mentioned basically in every circuit, all the judges get together and they say, you know, what's the bond going to be for this offense? And the reason they do that is they don't want someone to call them and ask them what the bond is, so they just get together kind of beforehand. And if we and need they- to, if we need to modify the bond, we'll call the judge and say, hey, these are the extenuating circumstances, and if the judge approves, is the, the the for the bond to be. Uh, you know, amended or whatever the judge could do that. Go ahead, Drew.
3: Right, and in, in, even in a greater picture, that's the argument that you're hearing in like the Pacific Northwest and California about, in New York about no cash bond or no no cash bail. Because what they're saying is you're going to sit and wait for your trial if you don't have the proper money. If you, if you're not made of money, then you you can't make bond. Therefore, you're going to sit rot in rotten jail. So it's not fair to the rich so to speak because they can afford bond but if you're indigent you can't afford bond so they're trying to do away with this cash bail system totally neglecting the fact that somebody has committed a crime in the process sometimes violent crimes and that's why violent criminals are getting out of jail for doing you know stupid shit and then they're going on to doing something one when they're out on bond and by the way not to make this political but if you didn't see, Donald Trump had a uh, four hundred thousand dollars bond in Fulton County, uh, and I think that they were making their own arguments against cash bail. Like they don't want they don't want a cash bail system except for this one guy, and he, because he can afford it, which is the opposite of why they created this new rule. Uh, it's uh, yeah. you know it's just it's a travesty. In, a, in, he, a, in a sense, he,
2: he has no reason to uh, to leave it all. His uh, no, there's he has no, no I mean, to stay.
3: They're like he's not a flight risk. I mean, wh- he, he, even if he surrendered his passports, he's under Secret Service protection. It's not like it's not yeah. like they have to surveil him. They just call the Secret Service guy and say, "Where's he at?" Uh, he's in the bathroom. You know, like
2: yeah, right. uh, on the on the subject of bond reform, though, I know that other countries, particularly in Europe, they uh, they do it on a scale where they uh, they say, you know, and maybe this is more for fines than it is for bond. But they say, you know, if you commit, you know, infraction X and then they've got the statute for that, it's equal to, uh, you know, five days of your of your working salary. You know, so if you're arresting Elon Musk in Germany, it's the same as it's not the same as arrest, arresting uh, Shakira uh, Flabbergasted here. You know, obviously <laughs> that, that's a different amount of money in five days. Uh, for each of them, I used to think that that was really fair, you know, when I was naive and I, I had ideas that like commie liberalism might might be a good idea. But then I grew up and realized that you're you're not giving everyone equal protection under the law when you're treating uh, rich people and poor people differently for the same crime. So I don't know what the solution is, but I, I don't I don't like the the way that they do things. No, I, I, really.
3: I I'm all for the reform. I, I, I'm all for sitting down at the table and having a discussion about it to figure out what the fair way to go about it is because I do understand the indigence argument and, and I understand. That you know, if you can't afford the right attorney, like, like if if you weren't, if Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't able to raise the funds to afford the attorney, the attorneys that he had, and he just had a public defender, I don't think he would have got not guilties. But um, you know, and and that's all a, a gamble anyway. But um, so if if you are poor and you are being defended by a public defender, who by the way does not make as much as a prosecutor in most cases no um but they're just they're just trying to defend justice like i have no ill will against public defenders i think they're doing god's work actually but um you know it it is kind of an unfair system sometimes when it comes to finances but the the uh the deterrent factor in all of this should be well don't fucking commit crime how about that i mean i know. know where where is that in the conversation i mean I think yeah that that should, be... should shouldn't be staying in jail be a serious part of it like
2: you know I if I yeah. went to jail it would be terrible I would I would probably learn my lesson just from the time in which I was booked that that's enough for me but you know I'm like a regular citizen someone someone like this that's bound to be doing what we used to say is uh, doing life on installments someone that just goes in three to five years at a time they get out pick up a new drug or weapons charge so they go back in or domestic charge and they go back in for another one uh, for another uh, stretch.
3: I, I'm not entirely convinced, and, and you know, I know you know this, I, I'm just saying it f- for the saying, uh, sake of saying it out loud to, for them to hear, but th- there are people that are very clearly um, only comfortable in jail or prison. Very much so. so. They need a so the structure. Th- yeah, they're, they're just, they're they're going to commit, they're, they're going to live their life carefree, they don't care if they're caught, they might fight or, or run to get away, just temporarily, but... They need they need to go back and they want to go back. It's almost like they miss it or something, you know? Uh, yeah. The the classic
2: example of that, if you read, uh, and I hate extreme examples, but it's someone everyone knows. Charles Manson. He was uh, he was institutionalized at a very early age. He was incarcerated, I think, probably starting at age 12. So this guy from from when he was a kid, uh, being inside the walls is part of everyday life for him. And I'm not saying there wasn't drugs or psychosis of just being an evil human being that came into play later. But that guy obviously never cared about being in jail. Look how he behaves when he goes to his parole hearings. He can't even, like, pretend to be sane for half an hour. He tells him, if you let me out, I'm going to do this again. That's because he doesn't mind being in prison. He, you know, yeah. it's nothing to him. Not that he would make parole anyway. But it, he, I, I truly believe that that Manson was a person who did not care about being in prison. And there's a lot of people who are like that because it's just a part of their life.
3: I I think carving this swastikin in his forehead was kind of a a good indicator. No, Um, Drew, he was doing a maze, and then he got tired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm no psychologist, but... um, So, we have Micah on the line. Hang on, though, Micah. Uh, I want to mention this. I watched... uh, If you guys don't watch, and and the name escapes me, I knew this was going to happen, but uh, Soft White Underbelly. uh, I think that's what the name of it is. Uh, Soft White Underbelly. It's a guy um that does uh just black and white he's a photographer or cinematographer out of la he just does these um very 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 interesting interviews they're usually about 30 minutes long and he'll pick somebody like you know a brothel worker or somebody a victim of human trafficking uh, a mob hitman. um well he had the other day uh, i watched one and it was a uh, a woman who uh, studies serial killers and not just study serial killers. She's like one of the foremost kind of experts, real young woman. And she's, you know, done all this research. A lot of people are relying on her research. Uh, She said something very odd happens to her every time these serial killers that she talks to, she, she, you know, she's able to let get them to let their guard down and and talk. But she said, it's very odd. They all ask her the same question. They all say, "Uh, can you bring me a Coca-Cola and some dark, hershey's chocolate yeah, so she's that's... interviewed like like 30 of them and they've all asked her that i mean it's not like it's weird but there's some kind of weird coincidence where they want coca-cola and dark hershey's chocolate
2: well do you remember the twinkie defense drew where that guy went out and uh, i believe and i'm not an expert on the case and i wish i'd known but he uh, he killed yeah, a chemicals. bunch of people yeah, yeah and they they what became known as the twinkie defense a lot of people misinterpreted to believe that if you eat twinkies it makes you homicidal and crazy but what the lawyer was making the case uh in that one was is that his behavior leading up to the incident he was consuming more and more and more sugar uh his his brain was craving sugar because it had sure. a chemical imbalance so uh that doesn't surprise me at all when you say that they're asking for coca cola, which is one of the unhealthiest things you can possibly eat for yourself so,
3: <laughs> one uh, one of the uh well yeah, when you put peanuts in it especially but one of one of the major things that they they that she said that she was shocked by that they do and you know spoiler alert but it's in it's it's in her articles in her book it's in the video for god's sakes if you watch it but she said you'd be shocked at how like they're all housed in the same general area or they all communicate with one another somehow but you'll be shocked at how they the the most creepy thing that she uh has found is that they they swap bodies in other words They'll they'll say like like Danny Rawling I think he was already killed here in Florida but he was a serial killer he'll say he'll, he'll go to uh, you know the, the the serial killer across the the way from him Jonathan Bates hey uh, I'm going up for an appeal this week can you take two of these off my hands and I'll I'll take two of yours you know so you can't pin these other murders on him you know you're going to pin murders up in washington on him so it's out of jurisdiction from where the appeal is going to be yeah i don't know exactly how it works but she says they do it quite frequently they body swap all the time like they'll he'll be like hey uh i can't have 30 i can't have i can't go into this hearing with 30 deaths can you take two or three of mine and they're like so, yeah, i don't care
2: if you if you wanted to go to the supernatural and this is something that uh, eric could cover on uh his uh, new uh, conspiracy, paranormal activity, but uh, walk-ins—the idea that uh, there's some soul transference there—and uh, so there's if he do, hopefully, hopefully, if he decides to do that and digs deep, he can find videos of people who appear to be swapping personalities. That stuff can be uh, that stuff can be nuts. Drew, uh, do you mind if we if we just switch to politics before we close out the show?
3: Sure, let's do it. I mean, we do have Micah on the phone. I don't know if we're supposed well, to talk to him at some point. I got a voicemail it. from him, too. So does he want to be live, or does he want to? Does he want to communicate with his own
2: voicemail? Micah, put what it, do you Let's think? put him on. I'm going to ask him some political questions. Put Micah Can you on. hear us?
3: Micah?
6: <laughs> I I just had a hot take on Mr. Uh, badass, as yes. you referred to him. <laughs> Go for uh, it. I just, I just wanted to. Possibly in his defense, if breakfast was cooking, it's possible he got confused and thought he was at a Waffle House. That's why he came out <laughs> hot like that. I, it's just an extenuating circumstance, and I certainly—I think you guys talked about bacon. I've been listening, not watching, so um, I certainly hope it wasn't—it was bacon because I have a phobia of German sausages. Um, basically, I fear worst. So. <laughs>
2: Uh, What if what if the guy was just hangry when he opened the door? Like, what if he didn't hear anything? He just he was gonna open that door that way for anybody, you know? He was the cook.
6: Well, that's that's why they let him off, you know. Maybe yeah, maybe she's late. She has a shift at Waffle House, and it could maybe that's how they met. I don't know.
2: I love I love Waffle House. I love it when you go in there for so they are so sweet. And I was there when I was in North Carolina. They don't have them around here, but I go in there and you know I'm like, can I have the the pancakes? The grits, and she goes, Yeah, you want butter on them grits, sweetheart? I'm like, Yeah, butter would be good. And you want toast, muffin, or or what do you want on the side? I'm like, Toast is good. And you want some crack cocaine? I'm like, I'm gonna pass on the crack. (laughs) She goes, It's fresh. And I'm like, No crack today. (laughs) all right, it's in
3: the Pyrex, it's almost done. It's open the menu, it's like, There's a little line right next to the plate. It's here is the uh, well, here's the channel I was talking about, Micah. I know you can't see this. Uh, it's called Soft White Underbelly. The guy's name is Mark Leata. He was actually on uh, an episode of Joe Rogan, but I had been watching him before that. Uh, but th- these are super cool. Like the first row of videos I see, Mafia bookmaker interview, um, retired NYPD detective Pete, uh, the rookie and the vet, uh, Kiki and Jennifer, they look like uh, prostitutes, maybe prost- prosties. Uh, th- he does a lot of... Um, fetish stuff you know uh but but he just asks he just he's not on these uh, in fact this out of the ashes guy if you look john might be micah but he just uh he he just gets on there and uh just asks asks them he he gets them to open up and they do and uh he's not part of the interview other than uh talking to them like crystal meth addict you know interview magic and rape survivor eve and uh it's just a great channel so I, I, you know, I, enough uh, plugging him and uh, ignoring Micah.
2: Micah, who 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 did you like last night? Did you watch the debate or did you watch Tucker take on Trump? I was kind of sad we didn't we didn't do anything with that. But Micah, who do you like? Yeah.
6: I actually didn't watch either, but I did watch a few um, interviews with that what's his name Vivek Roshwani, Vivek. something yeah. to that
3: effect. <laughs> Vivek.
6: Vivek. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm tried my best with that one to pull it out of my ass. Um <laughs> but uh he has some very interesting uh takes trying to take the system down from the inside. So um I think that's I think that's interesting. I do yeah, I do kind of feel like the debates are like competing for second place yeah. right now in the primary. But
3: I I'm uh, I I am very impressed by Vivek the, the, Ramaswamy, I got to be honest. i I'm, I'm I've always been a Ron DeSantis fan because of what he's done for Florida. I'm not sure that I would support him to be the president. Um, and I do think that it was a boss move for Trump to say, uh, "Let me take this guy who Fox News fired, and let's do a big interview the night that Fox holds these debates." And it was a huge middle finger to Fox News. By both of them, yeah. And, both most well, of, they, and, uh, and they should have that Chris Wallace debate four years ago
2: uh, was was, ri- was ridiculous. Chris Wallace, totally unbiased. It was it was the most shocking display of not journalism I've ever seen. Go ahead, Micah. Yeah.
6: I know, and you talk to Eric all the time, so.
2: Yeah, uh, it, the the Chris Wallace was worse than Eric Tansy. He absolutely was, and I and I like Eric. Okay, don't get me wrong, but but Eric Eric's is a C student at best. He's a former cop. He he tells you that okay. Chris Wallace goes out there with his tie and he tries to pretend that he's some level-headed journalist. He his, his hatred for Donald Trump was 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 right on his face. Now you can think whatever you want about Donald Trump. I don't care. The point is is that the moderator of the debate would cut off Donald Trump and then just give Joe Biden a pass on anything, even the Hunter Biden stuff, which we all know has has all come out since then. And 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 it was just ridiculous. I think Donald Trump. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows. Uh, what he's about he's already been president one time he has no reason to go to any of these debates the debates are all, all just setups to, to to for gotchas for him there's no re- particularly if he's got legal charges pending there's no reason for him to go out there and uh, everybody everybody knows what you're getting with Donald Trump but I'm going to tell you probably the most fun I've ever had in politics and I have not had much was when Donald Trump t- debated Hillary Clinton that was one for the ages it, it put be uh in jail. It, it put it put uh, Reagan's uh, oh, there you go again, you know, put that to shame. Uh, the great moments in the history of debates. it was uh, it was brutal. And for someone who genuinely dislikes Hillary Clinton, which by the way, I feel I feel really happy in my life guys. I feel <laughs> I feel joyous by the way. <laughs> uh, for someone that really dislikes her, that was a huge moment. So I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I didn't get to watch either one last night because I was working on the pod, but I watched some takes, the Vivek. Uh guy looks, uh, looks interesting to me, but it does seem like he's just jockeying for a Veep spot. So I could run in twenty twenty. That's my take.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking at something. My wave is karma. So so if I I I, I uh, unscrambled this, I'm going to put it in the chats. My wave is karma. Um, I, I said he likes- that he's he's riding a wave. Vivek Ramaswamy is riding a wave, and and I think it's karma for the U.S. that. His wave is karma, and then if you unscramble my wave is karma, it spells Vivek Ramaswamy.
2: That's clever and weird, and I feel like I'm being brainwashed, but I'm okay with it because it's vibing. You are. Uh, this is the first time we, in my memory that we've had a, a presidential candidate who pulled high who's uh, a year younger than me. So that's a turning of the tide in my life. That doesn't make me feel weird or terrible at all. <laughs> but, folks, wouldn't you like to have a president who's a third of the age of the current one? Boy, that would be nice. Yeah. Just I, somebody I, I, who has any idea what's going on would be an improvement. Even if you have no idea, even if you don't like his politics at all, just the fact that you could talk to him and he's not going to like start talking about how corn pop was a bad dude, you know that. Would, <laughs> and if he's not going to sniff you, I don't see Vivek as a sniffer. That would be, that would really be nice.
3: Uh, we <laughs> we have somebody calling. Uh, we, we unfortunately hung up on. um on, I Micah? We did on Micah, but. We have somebody else on the line from a 907 area code. I oh, man. David. Here we go. I think it's David. I bet it's David. Hey,
4: John. Hey, Drew. How's it going? What's hey, David? up, David. Love the show tonight.
3: I love you. Oh, thank you.
4: Yeah. Uh, Not you... bad. So, John, uh, John, did you want to hear a joke about paper? Never mind. Is it's it, terrible. Is, is it the know.
2: terrible one? Damn it, David. You will wait for me to respond <laughs> to append your joke. <laughs> I liked your water was tasteless. Your, ta- your, your tasteless water joke last week. You're, you're getting them in there pretty quick. You and Micah, actually, we should have you in for the next game show. You you and Micah should face off on ultimate dad jokes, and we could have the people in the chat
3: decide who wins by ones and twos. That would be fun. Let's, I, I, yeah, that, that would be pretty I would like for you to put a one in the comment if you think that David sounds like Napoleon Dynamite and put a one in the comment if he does not. I'm going to go ahead and put one myself. Okay, thank you, uh, John. Do you have any nine? Uh, I'm sorry. Do you have any voicemails that you can play for us? I have two. Should I play Micah's or should I play Hydro Man Blues? I think you should play. Uh, oh, didn't you have multiple from you? you look, hit me with the hit, hit me with a, a random bonus round here. Go.
2: Brand, okay. I,
3: uh, of of questioning or, or voicemails. <laughs> no voicemails.
4: Okay, all right, here we go. Oh, boy. Hey, John and Drew. It's Hydro Man Blue here. i tell you what went went wrong. That man did not have a proper flagpole, and that's what got that woman all worked up. Now, that's why they're fighting in the front yard. Now, I I don't know what's going on in the background with that, but I know that, that flagpole, that ain't high enough. Now, in the background... I guarantee you somebody's weave came off. Them two girls got in a fight, ripped that weave right off. That's the first thing to go. I'm surprised that was a white girl. I don't know how many white girls get weaves in their hair, but the each their own, I reckon. What? How big's that flagpole? Bob Lazar. Aliens. She got to have to believe that he didn't. So they started arguing. And he pulled up the pictures of Bob Lazar leaking. It was 80 in spacecraft photos. She didn't like that too much. So she went and got a jalapeno pepper and rubbed it all over his junk. And he was hollering and screaming so loud <laughs> and they the neighbors to up. I don't know if that jalapeno came from the, you know, maybe a Factor 75 meal where you can go to Factor75.com. To find out you're so 50 percent off if you use promo code wolfpack <laughs> some of that good stuff like this jalapeno beef mac and cheese with broccoli and poblano or the rajas really good you should you should do that yeah everyone nope you're finish talking okay bye
2: okay uh what do you think uh tito's or um
3: Hornitos, possibly. Hornitos. Like a full on
2: tequila. So that was uh three phone calls. Uh that's what happens when you have voicemail. I don't know what else to say about that to, other than to say thank you for calling, Hydroman Blue. At first I thought you had some kind of uncanny insight into why these two people were fighting. And I was like, maybe he's maybe he blogs on uh on night shift TSI because he's a remote
3: viewer or a psychic that can see into the past or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but- <laughs> I, I just, I truly cannot wait for the real with all of that audio.
2: That's what I uh, <laughs> Hey,
3: John and Drew.
2: Oh, we're not, we're not playing that again.
6: Wolfpack. Uh- <laughs> this is Micah. It's been a while since I've left a voicemail worse anything. So I figured I'd give it a try this evening. I already sent uh, John a message. I'm not going on a perimeter check tonight because I saw on camera, there were a few wasps at my facility at the front door and they were asking about John and if I had any association with them. So I've decided that wasps are the thugs of the sky. I'm gonna try to vary my exit routes from the facility. So hopefully I don't have to join and be one of the stung. So uh, pray for me looking forward to Com center this weekend, taking a few extra days off because I fucking can. So God bless them. Guns up to the we We'll see you on Thursday night.
3: I remember when wasps were just white Anglo-Saxon. Protestants.
2: Protestants, yeah. I remember that was just the good old days.
3: Um, Before yeah. we were called white supremacists.
2: Yes. Um, you know, the wasps are watching you with compound eyes. They're very much uh, to be destroyed. Uh, so many people this summer that I have been bringing up the bees. So I get so many messages, but no one in the last week. And I think it's because it's been so damn hot. You know, this climate change obviously is killing the bees, which is you're going to hear people complain about. But I'm going to do a little dance on their little bee graves. So I'm okay with it. Drew, what what do you got going on tomorrow? You got a show show this Friday, or are you, you taking Friday
3: off, or what do you got going on tomorrow? No, we are not taking Friday off. We uh, I sent you the case. Uh, I'm uh flapjacking in my own mind to try oh to remember. i was gonna say am i working am i doing tomorrow's friday show no it I was, was to
2: be I a, was told uh, no uncertain terms that deadlake could do friday but that i may never do friday shows so.
3: no 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 no. it was um I, I i sent you the information to um uh the uh i sent you the information for a promo but it was the the ambush oh uh, damn it it. was the syrian yeah it was the, it's okay oh it was i forgot it, it, to do the promo It was the Syrian uh, sleeper cell um, guy that uh, shot and I I believe he killed one uh, Fargo PD officer, right? But he shot three in the process. So, I mean, it was, uh, you know, you, you don't you're not going to turn to mainstream news and and hear the story that we're going to tell. I mean, no. Much you just also
2: hopefully will turn to us and hear about it. Both drew and I completely forgot about it. I had work to do on it this week and I didn't remember. Drew asked That's me right. a totally reasonable time frame, Like on Tuesday, I had plenty of time <laughs> and um, I asked Drew about it. And yeah, he, so tomorrow's going to be a good show. We do prep for the show. Tomorrow is going to be interesting. I encourage you guys to watch that Fargo PD story it needs to get told. Mainstream media is not going to tell it to you because the narrative is wrong. And just cause it's North Dakota, but, uh, we look forward to that show tomorrow. Uh, if we have nothing else, true, I guess we can, uh, we can, uh, call it a night. Well, we can end on a high note if you want. With, oh uh, yes. Thank you. I'm so glad your memory kicked back in. So, um, Thank you for reminding me. I would have been so pissed. Uh, the guy who runs outbound beef jerky, his name's uh, Matt, I believe, unless he doesn't want to be have his name disclosed, in so which case I, I don't know. But um, I've been ordering beef jerky from this guy like uh, every month since I f- first tasted it's delicious. Go to outbound beef jerky, order a whole thing. They've got an offer code too. But he sent me this today, and uh, he, he wanted to tell me what his opinion is of 91 dispatchers. So I'm just going to throw it up there. There's a guy in my house. I think he has a gun. Oh, hopefully it plays. Here we go. Play again. We'll we'll play it one more time. It's a 911 call. 911, what's your emergency? There's a guy in my house. I think he has a gun.
5: Oh, fuck. What? Fuck, dude. Are you are you, you joking? Are you serious? No, not a joke? Why would I joke on an 911 call? Oh, no. Oh, no. Fuck. Are you okay? I'm, I'm scared. I'm in the closet. I'm scared. Yeah, fuck. I, I would be scared, too. You had plans You got something going on straight. later. Shit. Yeah. He's coming up the stairs. Oh, my God. You are so fucked. What? You are so fucked. What should I do? What should I do? What, 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 should, what I should I do? What, I do? What, what you're scared scared you're scared the, scared the fucking scared. operator. What, what are the cops going to be here? let the closet. Fuck. Hold on. What? Let me get on that. You haven't done that yet. Cops aren't answering the dispatch. Jesus, I want to die. Fuck my wife. What the fuck? You're not alone? You're supposed to tell me how many people are in the house. You I asked you. Me that. You didn't tell me any of that. Uh, whoa, I asked you to stay calm. I asked you how many people were in your house. I asked you what no, your address no, no, was. You didn't say any of that. I asked you all those questions, sure. I'm a professional 911. Get off Get off Get off My wife's Oh, fuck. Were those gunshots? Fuck! What, what, what do I what, little, do? Hey, don't ask me, man. Don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know what to You're do. You're supposed to help me. You're the please. police. Let's don't the turn plug. this on me. You hit no. in the closet. Your wife died. <laughs> just Your fault. what to I'll do. Just, just tell me anything. anything. What to do? All right, you need to listen to me very carefully. Okay. Okay. I'm sending you a link right now. You need to click on that I got the link. I got the link now. Okay. I want you to go ahead and give a full five stars. Scroll to the bottom. There's. What a the fuck? Click on the survey. What the fuck? How is that going to help me? Oh, I figured you're fucked, but it could help me. I don't want this to be a wasted call because it's five. 911, what's your?
2: <laughs> so Matt a... sends that to me and he goes, This is why you're not first responders.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is a good reminder to leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on your Spotify app or wherever you listen to us. Because I'm a uh, professional 911. <laughs> Yes, John's a professional 911. I just uh I just sit here. So uh and and do yourself a favor, tell your aunt Sally, do us the favor, leave a comment on this uh YouTube video if you've watched it after the fact. Uh, and like it, share it, do something with your Facebook, do something with something, man. Dispatchers, uh, th- tell other people in your comm center there's a show for you, right? Yes. There's a show out there
2: that's just for you. Normally, we'll, we'll dive into 911, deep call, uh, di- do deep dives into 911 calls. Don't be the only one at your agency that knows about it, unless you're at my yep. agency, but otherwise, tell all your friends. <laughs> Spread the show around. Let dispatchers know there's a podcast out there that's just for them. And uh, And Help us grow the show. That's, that's how we keep going, guys.
3: Well, here at Failure to Stop, we uh, have the mission and goal of keeping first responders entertained and informed. We have five shows a week, six different hosts. We have a whole lot of stuff going on. This is, uh been the comm center on Thursday nights. Tomorrow is the flagship show, what I refer to as the big show. We are going to be doing a breakdown tomorrow. Eric Tanzi and myself uh, don't miss it. Please download us, uh, leave us that five-star rating and review if you can, if you find it uh, in your heart. You can go to www.patreon.com slash failuretostop if you want to subscribe to our Patreon. We're always accepting members into our uh, little YouTube club as well. But until next week, we shall meet again. Uh, John, please stick around. I'm Drew Breezy. Thank you. Good night and guns
2: up. Giddy up. Good night, America.